Akarja, my friends, Valcharovistok, welcome in all of you. This is the Healing of Forest podcast, and I am Luke. This is an invitation to join in our conversation and unearth how nature has rooted and supported our guests to blossom and grow within their own ecosystem and life cycle. Our guest today is a songwriter, composer, poet, founding member and lead vocalist of Kila. He has revolutionized the playing of the Bayeron worldwide. He's a father, a guide to four young adults, an apprentice human, and still in the dojo of life looking for a new tag on his belt. It is Ronan O'Snodig. Lovely introduction. Konosatoatu, how are you? To be honest, one man, brief a small idea, like it's a war. All good. Great. Just the yeah. the Oscar flows off your tongue so easily. Yeah. And I am only revisiting. Um, I'm relearning. Uh, I suppose I'm healing my Oscar A lot of people are. Yeah. And you know, it's much easier than you think. It's just the bar was set too high. Mm. It's like people are trying to do a high jump competition. Relax, just over fucking initial reach. That's all you need to do. You put in your words, it's like putting salt on your chips or pepper on your, you know. And it, it's true. Like, mm. I, I'm not a huge flag waver for it because I've got other things to do with me hands, you know. But it's not as hard. It was just, like, it's... People make oh, people have been making way too much. Just there's a lot attached, you know. But when you just use it, like I say, go to to the people at the town or whatever, instead of tanks, go to Margot. I enjoy it, and sometimes, sometimes I have to reach to that. Even I, I feel I don't want to impose something on anyone, but I want to. And if I say it and I hear the sound, sometimes I go off the light a bit myself. Gone, boom! I just plugged her in. There my go to Now she went, oh, oh yeah, squail mate. I'm in Ireland, so. Yeah, mm. you just need a few words and then it's a doddle. That's what I think. Yeah, I feel that the imposing on others because, yeah, yeah I definitely have resisted a scale again. Yeah, for a Most while. of the country has. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm learning it and being made learn it and then... You've been told, told you're crap all the time. Yeah. Everything you say, you're correct. Oh it's like, God. oh, relax. So, and, and, and the thing is, we're all meant to be flu- fluent. Mm. Nah, come on. With, with all of those obstacles, actually, that, that's that's uh, impossible. It's in, and that's why yeah. it's never plugged in or worked. Now people just have to use it. Use what you have. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I kind of like the salt and the chips. I love that. Um, I wanted to, yeah, just drop in and make the most of the time that we have, uh, like allowing ourselves to land here, um, whether it be closing your eyes or going to the breath, whatever way you do that. Um, and just casting our mind back to you arriving in the forest earlier and my mum was playing the harp just coincidentally we she hadn't left and we I noticed my breath dropping and relaxing into that just due to the reverberations of the the string and the soundboard and then the time in the forest was like the light coming through onto the moss you know, the um, the calm, 
the interconnectedness of everything. Uh, the uncertainty of where the path was going as well. I felt the, the slight breeze. Um, and all that added into the calmness and uh, a comfort that I felt with you earlier. Um, and I noticed as well, apart from the light, kind of wintry light, the, the ancient bird language um, that our ancestors would have understood. You know, I feel like I've kind of tuned into a bit more of that. Coming up to this podcast, I feel, I feel like a more audio heightened, maybe, um, kind of relating to you, possibly. So, Ronan, with that in mind, what is nature to you? Um. That's a huge question, isn't it? It's like, that's a big football. Which side do you want to kick that football from? Um, uh, so it is everything. You know, nature is everything. We're nature. So, and, and then, um, uh, you, you, I, I was saying something earlier in the words that you decide which relationship to have with the nature, even you you know that's mm. that's the thing you can decide. Um, so maybe two years ago you talked about bird sound. I decided to tune into bird sound, so I st started recording them. And the more I went out with my phone, and then someone gave me a little thing, a little thing to stop the wind. And I said, the more I recorded them, the more I could hear them. And then I was able to differentiate. And then as I was walking into school, I could tell the little fellas wished. That's a blackboard. You hear them, he's going, do -lu 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 -lu. or that's a, you know, mm. the more you do anything, the more informed you become as you go at it. But you're tuning it up. Like, we can do that, you know. Um, nature is the everything. We're the ones deciding which thing we're going to tune into or which effects we're going to let in on us. I mean, we are nature. Like, we're in the washing machine of life as well, you know. We shit, eat and piss the whole thing and <laughs> we're part and breed it and you know what I mean? It all goes through us. But interestingly that we can still feel kind of we can create a separation barrier and think, oh yeah, that's out there and I'm here and here and in and I'll decide <laughs> what comes in the door. But that's that's our nature. You know, it's all nature. So I, I don't know if that answers like I could we could all talk about nature forever. Yeah, because that is all we are. Mm. You know. Yeah, I mean, and everyone will be different, and their um, yeah. awareness of that. Yeah, and uh, I love the way you brought the awareness to yeah the kind of dominating effect that we have. Yeah, we've killed off all the predators, and you know we are the number one top of the food chain kind of thing. Yeah, I've got my know. nest. Yeah, have a tripwire on the way in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, even with the the Irish language, but the expression of you through music, where did that, um, there's a lot of off-putting things along the way, you know, the, so where did you get the freedom, where did you get this freedom and confidence to express yourself through that way? Right, there's a, a few things there um, and I'll try and like, people have asked me things like that before because I've gone about things or I've been able or enabled to go about things in a kind of a, unaware way a lot of the time um, like in a kind of a I, I'm, I've been free to do as I do um, I didn't always feel that like I was really shy and really 
knotted up inside when I, when I was around 18. Music has been a real escapism for me. Like it meant a lot to me. It kind of cracked the egg on what I needed to crack when I was again about 18. I was really struggling. I kind of went wobbly. And um, so for me, the thing that gave me the, you were talking at the very start, you were talking about lying down or closing eyes or arriving into the space. And I was thinking, oh, I was the opposite. I just wanted, if I wanted to be able to do the opposite, like just um, it's kind of what you'd describe, like explode. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to just, you know, break out. I wanted to, you know, and whenever, it's a funny thing to say, whenever dance music came in and I helped that along and I got involved with the very early starts of all of that rave scene, and I felt that this is this is my revolution. This is exactly what I've called for. I really because it meant I could do that exploding for two hours without regarding to what anyone thought of how I looked, act, moved. It was I was into a place where I was free of judgment. I was actually my body could move, and I I could even I could e- I felt at the time I could even cure back aches or anything, shoulder pinches, anything. Once I was dancing, if I got into that movement. I was happy out. I was elected. I didn't need anything more from the world except for that uh, volume and music and movement. Mm. So that kind of liberated me and I've always been chasing. I I know that the place I like is that place. That's the place I like. You know, and and I'm not sure if I have the need for it that I needed as much back then, but it's still important that I try and display some of that for other people if they have the need for it. Um, but not everyone has the same needs I, I had. Um, with the Guelga, um, as kids, um, I, I, I learned English. I learned English, started learning English when I was about five. I was really determined and I have a real strong grip and a love for English because I didn't have it and I wanted it. And all those kids down the road had it and I was going to get it. So I used to go down the road and just stand there and listen to their jabber until I got it. And then even later in life, I was so afraid of the inner city thing that was right beside me. I thought, I need to learn some of their licks. I need to sound, I need to sound as tough as they do. So I kind of leaned into that as well. You know what I mean? Like I grew up in Sandyman, but I tried to talk like someone from Ring's End, so I'd sound sort of... Um, so... Um, and then me father and mother are they're amazing people quite amazing people but my father um, he's, a, he's a brain box but he jumped from being a historian into publishing Irish language literature that's what he just decided to do my mother she's been a stone carver since I've been a toddler do you know so both of them uh, maybe they set an example and I'm talking like an elf on an elf because I I am, I'm 53. I mean, I'm a young elf. But, you know, I, I've, I've got half a look in the rear view now that I, I wouldn't have bothered with before. But, so maybe through their example of, it's, it's like a goal uh, driving at their goals. And maybe that's what helped me go, oh, well, I'm just going to drive at me goal. I haven't thought of not driving at me goal because that's what we've been brought into the earth for. So, even on my biggest sulk, I'm still going to drive at me goal at some stage, you know. Mm. So, yeah, maybe that, that combination of that. 
I've been surrounded by a lot of uh, really gifted musicians as well, or singers, or, you know, like I, I, there's a lot of competition, Luke. Mm. Do you know, I have to keep up in my game all the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the wobbly notes you, you, you mentioned there, so you were 18 and there was a bit of wobbliness going on. What did that kind of look like? I could feel it mm. there when you were talking about it, as if it was, yeah, something uncontainable, maybe. Um, hmm. I suppose if, uh, uh, as a kid, I thought I was a footballer. That's all I did. I'm very determined and stubborn about that. And that's all I did. Um, that kind of came apart around 16. The other thing that I did was write. I, I loved poetry. I've been writing my whole life. Love that. Um, so that's all I have now. And I've got a huge fear of the whole bottleneck of exams and the pressure that brings and the hierarchy and that whole competitive nature of human existence. And I, I, I had a total rejection to that. And then when I grew up, everyone was going to college, but I wasn't going to, I had no idea. So I just felt like a useless letdown and with no use in the world because I never knew how to do anything. I'm not handy-handed because everyone's into literature in the house or sports. That's what we do, literature and sports, do you know? Um, um, so, yeah, I just thought, <clears throat> you know what I mean? I, I started looking left, if, if you know what I mean. And, uh, I, you know, and then... I had no confidence where I had family of lads. I had no confidence in the area of talking to women or anything. I had no engagement with women. But then having the urge to, or need to, or you have to engage women and all of that felt totally arseways and wrong and fabricated or like, so everything to me looked, oh, there's no place in this world for a Ronan. I, I need to find it out. That's where I was looking. There must be an exit door here because I can't take all of this. And that's what's going on. So it all kind of crashed coming up to, around this time, running into leaving there. It all started crashing on me. And my dad was really sound. And he was going, look, steady, Eddie. I was going, no, there is no steady. You know. And he was going, all right, cool. I was a young fella. I get it. He was good to me. But uh, I said, no, I have to leg it. I'm gone. And I was, at least I was able to tell him. I said, I'm gone. I met some fella, I can go playing on the street now. I can actually make a living. I can, I'll be all right. I can feed myself. Go on the street, I bang my bear on. Play with your man, I'll be all right. I'm off. Um, sure, I'm off. I'm, you know, have another cup of tea, but I'm done. So I legged it. Caused a hullabaloo, but there was no turning back. I couldn't handle the other thing. I couldn't, I just, don't know, and it's hard to explain. Maybe I should dig into that a bit more so, so I can help other people. Because I actually remember the feeling, it's like feeling that this shirt is wrong, it's itching me. This shirt is coming off. Mm. You know, even if I haven't hands, I'll rub it against a rock. But um, So and then, I, so I did that. I just took off and went busking. And I navigated my way from there. And maybe it was really important for me to, maybe my idea of being a man is to be able to go and do something in the world that provides money that I can eat and pay rent or whatever I need to do with. I really needed that. So mm. Maybe I needed more than others, so I just took off and that's, you know, and I found my way as I went along since since then. That's a, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for sharing, sharing that 
Um, hmm. You're saying that when, yeah, I'm going to go onto the street and I'm just going to bang my drum, you know, when... Because when I text you then, you know, uh, we arranged to do this and then afterwards I text you saying, will you bring your bear on? And then maybe an hour afterwards I thought, oh, geez, I wonder, you know, is that offensive? It's like, bring your bear. Like, was does anything, you know, is it like, oh, I'm there with the bear on and we are one now? Or is it like, well, you know, I'm enough on my own and put the bear. <laughs> I read too much into it when yeah. I sent it. I was like, yeah. oh, you know, I'm asking for something. Oh, he's going to come and perform now or, you know. I know what you mean. There, sometimes there's a flip between chatting and performing. But no, I'm comfortable with the bear on. Mm, okay. I've got no problem with the thing. Mm. I carried it around for, I don't know, 35 years or something at this stage. Yeah. So, you know. Um, I love it. When I saw you play there, I was wondering, were you aware that you were kind of, are you aware that you're channeling when you're playing or would you call it that? It's a great question, Luke. I, I get asked a lot. I'll try and tell a few snippets. I was telling James earlier how I can't see myself except for when someone looks at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So sometimes in life, I think when other people tell us things, we learn what we're at. But I was in... Um, well, I was in Belgium and there's a fella called Tommy. Tommy, oh, I think, oh no, I'm going to get his name wrong. So just Tommy, Nordy lad, really handsome fella with curly red hair and a real witted fella. Like he started some prizes for music, you know, a couple of years ago. But he went to Belgium doing translations, you know, or whatever, um, last five years. But we were over there gigging and I said, we came over to the gig and then he said to me at the bar at some point, you know, I'm thrilled to meet him. Like, he's a really interesting fella. And he pushes himself. I think he took some stuff and made some journeys that he broadcasted about. Like, he's very brave in his presence on the world. Um, and he says, you know, do you know what you're at to me? And I'd, I'd listen to Tommy. And I says, uh, no, uh, what, what do you mean? He says, hmm. And he kind of <laughs> assessed whether I'll be able to take the answer or what level are we speaking on here. So he says, you're actually playing with energy. Do you know that? Do you know when you move your hand what you're doing? And I was like, oh, wow, Tommy, I never thought of that. Like, I hadn't thought about, I'm so in the engine of music. I'm, you know, I've got so many little things balancing on the seesaw that I'm spinning around that I've been too busy to go, is that what I'm at? oh, that's mad. All right, I better not think about that because, I, I could, you know, it's like if you're climbing, don't look down. You know, that's a, that's a huge thing to say. So that was interesting. So I spent a little bit of time, but as maybe as little as possible because I prefer being in the engine room. I prefer doing it. Um, there is something else I wanted to say, and, and I, I will say it just to clear it, but yeah. it's, it's not vital. But, yeah. Oh, right. I, I remember another time, and I'm, I'm saying this more to bat away other things that people can see in what I'm doing, which doesn't say, it doesn't mean I'm not doing them. Just means, like I said, I'm a bit of a yellow belt here and I'm all right with that. I haven't got any overarching black belts, desires at the minute, you know. But I was in a car park, underground car park in Stony Batter, again after a gig, I don't know, in the blur of the last 10 years. But I was standing there waiting for Colin to bring a car over and I, I, you know, I have a special bag. I just went to the Berlin class people that I've been teaching bought me this. Uh, it's this beautiful 
but it, like I have a real bag it's a leather bag but the bag was in the car park and I'm waiting on Colin to come around like because we had to open the car park it's like two in the morning or something and this woman came up to me and she looked at me like a Asian woman Mongolian or something she looked at me proper and she said are you a shaman? and I thought about it now and then I went no actually not really I am not you know um, but vanity makes me want to say of course I am because you're looking at me I want to look as cool as you think I am but there's a good chance that that job is a is a, is a real thing and it's not you know that's not where I'm from I, I do this that there and the other but I, I, I can't I haven't got a business card for you mm. and so she, she got my answer and then she chatted to me and then she went yeah God, they're a really strange bunch and I went what shaman God they were all around my gaff when I was a kid all the time I grew up around them they'd come in and sometimes they'd ask me afterwards how did I do what happened? Did, I didn't, you know what I mean? Because they couldn't remember. And I was like, wow, that was real. Only for about five, ten minutes till Colin brought the car up. I was having a really interesting conversation with someone who'd grown up as that, as a real thing, a real active thing. So that made me feel like, oh, I gave the right answer there. I look after that answer. Because I don't want to pretend that I'm something I'm not, which would belittle the real thing, because the real things do exist in their own roots and ways and stuff you know I, I, I kind of know I know what I know and I, I, I know I can help people with this that there and the other but you know there's limits to the, to, to my reach do you get me? I get you like there's a lot I haven't, I haven't learned yet mm. like even you said you were banging the drum and I was listening to how you were talking about the drum you were talking about journeying and making journeys happen and how the drum takes over and as you were saying it I was soaking it in going oh I don't think I've listened to that or maybe I listened to that a few years ago. I haven't had that experience. Right, I need to go and practice. So I'm still in learning mode, if you know what I mean. Mm. I'm, you know. So Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's amazing. That's, yeah, I feel like, yeah, reflections are there. And I feel like in certain ways, um, yeah, I feel like after the the gig, you would have been emanating a lot of different types of energy which would portray a shamanic like a, a, a shaman or a um, shamanic work is is means different to everyone yeah but a shaman doesn't call himself a shaman so the village calls him a shaman gotcha so my understanding of it is that yeah the humility is there um, at all times but yeah it's amazing to hear that you paused, you know, because, <laughs> you know, to let it land yeah. instead of re repelling it, like, or you're rejecting it, you know, it's like, oh, let's explore this. Could I be? Yeah. You know, like, well, there was phases in my time where I might have wanted to appear like that. And then there was other phases in time where other people wanted to pin that on me. And I remember that, there was a phase of that, and I remember that feeling like, Ooh, I'm not sure about this. Um, but yeah, and now more people are exploring it. Um, and so I, I'm interested in going along and learning. Like I, I'm really interested. I'm feeling like, yeah, I've done, I've reached 
as far as I could in my time with my being up till now, not that I'm done or anything, but I'm really interested in other people's reaching out into those areas. And I, I turned up, there's a, a men's retreat that uh, Mick Ryan and Dermot Bling run. And uh, I like them. I like what they're at. And I chatted to them two years ago and it's just just keep linking me in. You know, I'll come good. So I went to one. There's one coming up. But I went to one a couple of months ago. And um, again, like, and Dermot was looking at me going, look, you're the elder lemon here, you know? And I was going, yes, Dermot, but I only came here to learn, right? <laughs> so there's a little bit of an interesting loop going on here. I didn't come here to teach or impart anything. I'm delighted to be here. And, you know, I am who I am. I impart as I go, but... I'm actually here trying to learn. I'm not coming in looking for the elder seat or, or anything. It, it, to me, it feels like the opposite. It feels like, oh, cool. Now I'm on a real learning curve because I've got rid of most of the crap in my head. I'm going, oh, great. Like, I, I should have been like this when I was 20 or something. And I'd be cool. I could learn it all, you know. But Yeah, you know. how is the men's work? That was one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. How is the men? Well, yeah, some people don't like calling it men's work, but so... Yeah, I do men's work and then I do, yeah, in April I'm missing that one because um, Sacred Sons are like the biggest men's organization in the world and they're coming to the forest um, at the end of April. So I'm going to wow. your one in May. Uh, I'm not too sure, 11th of May or one, yeah, In May, so with, with, cool. if you're there or not, with your Dermot and, uh, and Michael Ryan will be there, yeah. Well, they're cool dudes. Yeah. I was chatting to Michael. I haven't met them in yeah. person yet. Good. What's the feeling when you're there? <clears throat> you know, as yeah, you're learning, but like even that, as an elder, there's a responsibility there, and an elder would be someone that's older than the person that is there in front of them. Let's say, yeah. so that could be if they were all eighteen to twenty-one, a thirty-year-old would be an elder. So for me, right now, I'm still kind of grieving my dad. So like an elder is anyone older than me and they would reflect things from my dad. Right. So they would evoke stuff within me. That's interesting. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. That's great. So, and there's so much healing with the father role. It's like for every right. every man, regardless. Mm. So even when the mother is manipulating you, you will subconsciously feel, where is my dad to protect me? Mm. So if you, even if you never knew your dad, or anything like that, there would still be an innate father protector role that you would blame. So there's a father wound for all men, as far as I can work out, mm. and historically in books and the literature that I have researched as well. But, um, mm. So what you're symbolizing is huge and the humility of just being there, there to learn. Like that's a huge lesson that people would see you embodying and uh, modeling a behavior which is the most powerful way instead of like saying I'm just here to learn you know it's like you it's obvious that you're here learning and that's what I need to see right now because I think I know everything so seeing an older man doing that is like so potent for me oh good uh, and it's great to hear you I hadn't thought of I uh, hadn't thought of because I'm, I'm like I said I'm learning my role you know, sometimes in my head I think I'm 25. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, 
and I'm on a path that's unfolding in front of me as well and I have to get with it. But I hadn't thought of that. That'll, that'll help me going into the next group. Um, for me, the men's thing was maybe the opposite of what some people think or the way I felt. I've only been to the one group really with Tiermid uh, and Mick. But for me, it was bit of an ego-free zone. Nice stuff. You know, that's nice. Now, I, every group could be different. but And so it was the opposite of what you'd expect going on. There wasn't a competition for the best story being told or the loudest voice or who can get the biggest guffaws. Do you see what I mean? And that's kind of cool. That's kind of valuable. So for me, all I was going, or was witnessing or thinking, and maybe my role helps that. Maybe pe people in the group might be quieter thinking that I'm going to say loads of stuff or I'm doing the opposite. I'm trying to say zip all so that I can be there to let pe other people say their stuff. Like, the value is probably me listening to other people saying their stuff. That's what I feel. Um, I was really, uh, I don't know, like, there's a, there's a kind of a profound beauty in fellas being emotional. Maybe we shouldn't always be emotional, but we're built out of fucking hardcore. You know what I mean? Like, you'd go through a wall if you had to. No problem. And come back in and finish it. Like, that's what we're built out of. You know, like, that we're, we're built like, I won't go into what else we can do, but, you know, we're pumped, we're built, and we can break anything in front of us. That's what we're built for. Not what we're built, but we're built like that. That's, we're made out of that stuff. Crying about something. Man, things that are built like that. Crying. Yeah, the possibilities of that. You go, oh, look at that. That creature that's built can actually walk through walls or demolish a building with an axe if they want. Is crying about something. Giving our people, you know, maybe I'm, I'm trying to draw the extreme just to show you that the possibilities, that's like, you know, rainbow, that's going from there to there. That's going to broaden the scope of what you're capable of. If you're coming with that stuff, and then you can be, or, you know, um, looking after people. You know, hugging a fella and going, you'd be crying, fella. What a powerful thing. That's what I was witnessing there. Fellas looking after fellas. I was like, poof, that makes me cry. I think, right, yeah, let's put them in a boat. We take over some country. Beat ship out of them and look after them out there. <laughs> but it's such a beautiful, there's an energy there that so can carry you. That can carry all them. I felt after coming out of that gone, there's 30 lads here and they all looked after each other for three nights, three days. Made sure that everyone could cry, be held. I mean, a fucking slap across the head too. We are fellas. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I like about Dermot and Mix thing. They're the yin and yang, you know? There's anyway, that that's what I felt. I, I thought, like, this this is this is held really well. Between the two of them, you're getting the feeling of Dermot likes that primitive power of stick in hand. Yeah, dinosaur, come bring your mates. You know what I mean? He's got that going on. It's like, wow. <laughs> it's nice and terrifying. And Mick has the absolute feminine man way of being soft and looking for, or giving comfort or something, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's, anyway. So th there's a lot to learn. And um, 
I, I, I'll go and hopefully learn my role in, in that area more and more. Hopefully if I go, I'm, I'm just kind of tagging along to see, to learn, you know, how useful I can be. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those weekends are, yeah, powerful. It's like masculine alchemy of, yeah, they, they're, they are life-changing. And I've done yeah. those weekends and Good on my you. life has changed, yeah. It's a, <sighs> an amazing Good. experience. Um, I went to see you and Miles O'Reilly in town there about a month and a half ago. And um, you told the origins of uh, one of the songs, I think it was maybe the second song, and I just started crying at it. And Good. it was like amazing to feel the story that you were telling. You know, and I felt like actually this is, you are documenting your story um, for future generations. Mm. And it was like the language um, through the song and then it was from, you know, a poem from someone else and then you had made it your own, you added your music, you would like the wisdom and the years of experience to put the song out but the song is there forever mm. and the reason why the song is there forever is there also which is exactly what I'm trying to get to these days you know not just take something on but like find out the, like the word of mouth and the storytelling um, ancestral heritage um, instead of just like I don't know my grandfather or even his father you know it's like the lineage just stops there, you know? So, so, whereas there's stories that would have been told from father to father and father and mother and all in, inter-sibling as well. And um, yeah, I was really touched by that. And that's where I was feeling the channeling from the very start, the moment you came in on stage and I felt like you were otherworldly. And to me, that's what shamanic work is, uh, you know? Well, I'm delighted to hear that, Luke. So I got it right. Because that is kind of what I'm meant to be at. And there's a few, I suppose, I'm nervous that I let people down. Do you know, maybe that's why I, I don't want any labels or anything. Or maybe that's why I hide behind that I'm just learning thing. You know, until I'm really sure of something, I, I don't want to be letting people down. Because to get to that state, let's say before the gig, like there's a couple of obstacles I have to get around as well to be that clean that I can deliver in a way that you feel like that. Yeah, like what? Well, I have to have no vanity, you know, or any of vanity's cousins. Kind of, I have to be sort of unaware of it, but also be completely aware of everything. Now, my baron's at a hand distance away. My guitar's at a hand distance away. I know which bells are on what key and where they have them. I know if I'm standing or sitting, how far from the mic I am. How's the sound end? You know, there's a lot of things that I have to... How's my relationship with who I'm playing with? Have I been a bollocks today? If I have, I have to drop it. Because that'll get in the way of anything I say. So, for me, that's... I, I have to... Or how's my hand? Is there any muscles holding up the traffic? If there isn't, I would, if there is, I would have spent an hour trying to clear. So, yeah, trying to be... Isn't the word a vessel? You know, and I don't lean into that word channeling of... Avoided it the whole time, you know. But, like, I'm changing. Maybe I'm going, all right, maybe that is what I'm doing. But all I know is I'm making sure I'm clean of stuff and I come on. And then 
I respond to what's in front of me with the stuff that I have beside me and then go and I'll think about it afterwards. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, there probably isn't any you know, advantage to you knowing like that you're channeling. Or, kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Like that's like, probably just my projection because I'm seeing something physical and I logically want to be able to explain it or something like, how is this guy so good or how does how is he affecting me so deeply? And then I want to put a label on. So that's, uh, you know, could be a complete projection of mine trying to tell you that you're channeling or, you know, so you don't need to know that. Really. Well, I, I, I know, yeah, like what I said about Tommy telling me that thing. And he's someone I know and I know that I listened to him. He really blew me away with what he was saying. Mm. When I thought about it, I thought, that is really significant. And again, I thought, I can't think about that because that'll stop me doing it. Yeah. You know? Mm. Um, I asked you to bring your bear around because I thought you might have a tune mm -hmm. in you um, of something that you felt like was... Oh, yeah. Uh, if it suits yeah. you, yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm.
<laughs> nice steak, man. Nice. Wow. It's just a... Mm. So can I take this away and finish it? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's for you. Excellent. Yeah, made that for you. Like, yeah. Yeah. And do whatever mm. you want with it, but it's, I mm. felt like it was... Uh, yeah, shorten it, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I have no attachment to it. I cool. I wanted to show my appreciation, uh, yeah, in a physical way as well. You know, um, nice. easier to play because it was, or harder to play because it was longer. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Just for now, but I, I play with it, carry around it. But ah, when ah, when ah, when yeah, so it's pronounced ah, when. So it's like a kind of a Welsh. It would have been like a Celtic. Um, so including the Welsh and my mum was Welsh you yeah, yeah. yeah and um, it's the word for inspiration yeah so oh, it's kind of like interesting. it would be similar Gosh. to like namaste kind of thing you know that you're seeing the yeah. divinity in the other person it's like an yeah. expression of force yeah, yeah okay uh, you're always bringing God into the story yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Wish, a friend yeah, of mine right. he was uh, mm. he's a bit of a comedian he's an actor I lived with him years ago and he's one of his skits. He didn't get to do it, but he's just like, imagine you're in an elevator in a hotel or someone, and you press the thing, and someone opens, and you say, "Do you quit?" And they go, or they say, "Do you quit?" But the door is closed, and they're off. And you press it, and it opens again. But you say, "Do you smurder quit?" And there's Mary beside him, and then the door is closed again. Oh, he says, "The next day, smurder's Patrick." And then Patrick's there when you open the door, and then you press it, it closes. This smurder's this smurder's Patrick is now of Colum Killer, right? And then it closes. Anyway, eventually the elevator would be full because mm. you'd have part of Cullum Killer breed. I don't know. The mall, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how the L ones used to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm noticing that. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm exploring a bit more of the older stuff. Yeah, with, um, what's his name? Mancon. Mancon. Manacon. Manacon. Cool dude. Yeah. He's, and he's really, he, he knows, he's helping a lot of people along. Mm. Yeah. And same, same thing, like I said. Just, you know, you use the bits you have. Yeah. And uh, yeah, little phrases. And yeah. they, all they do is they plug us in. Because it's only a language. Mm. You know. Like, there's other things that can root us to all of it anyway. Yeah. Do you know? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much for that. It's mm. so amazing. I feel, um, yeah. Something happened mm. there, which is like, yeah. yeah. A rooting, a rooting or something, yeah. Mm. Um, so that wasn't the song from the gig then? No, or was it? That's what I was thinking. That's what was what that one called? That was Schlee of Gone On Him. Hell um, Without a Soul. My favourite one is Tantalum. 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 It's a really sweet song. Yeah, um, but that's with the guitar, but it was... Um, Mm. that's what I'd listen to now I'd say every day I've been listening to you know your album Good. for the last while and um delighted to hear that yeah and um well there's a new one in the bag yeah I heard that mm. I'm so nervous and that's why I brought Miles on the way here as well he's totally nervous <laughs> <laughs> and I was ringing him because we were supposed to not listen now we didn't we finished we sent it over to the masters a fellow called Sean McFarlane okay cool dude mm. real real uh, sound genius but um, we're waiting now he hasn't responded yet I was ringing him I was going has he rang you back yet no nothing right mm. don't ring him don't annoy him I want to hear what he says and hopefully we've done yeah hopefully 
we've done something that can help people continue on, you know, from. Mm. When's that meant to be? Like that's in the next couple of weeks. You're. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we'll get that to be mastered when to release it. Sometime yeah. in, in the next few months, I suppose, maybe just before the summer or something. Yeah. So, uh, so you'd have that that nervousness, uh, like, kind of still there until. Well, yeah, like, like kind of, I'm listening to myself talking to you as much as other people might be. Mm. And I said that thing. I don't want to be letting people down. That's interesting to me. I'll be listening to that on my way home, going, "Oh, that's a big thing for me." Mm. Um, and same with the album. I know that the album I did with Miles is a big deal. I could feel that. We knew what we were at. You know, it's like if you're mining, you're getting stuff. You know when you're getting stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, or if you're digging a well, there's the wall, all right, we're on the right spot. <laughs> you know? But, um, so hopefully we're still doing something um, worthy of, you know, continuing on from doing such a, I, I felt it was a kind of a, little big thing and you know? who comes into your like mind's eye when you say I don't don't want to let someone down or I don't want to let uh, people, people down people who value the things just like I, I didn't want to let you down I hope it doesn't let you down the new stuff that we've done because mm. you said the music you're listening to so it's carrying a lot of stuff for you you're holding stashing a lot of your stuff in the, that sound and I hope that the next sound looks after you so who, whoever it is that's involved with my music or the music that we made, whoever's that music's been looked after, that's who I mean. So, yeah, it's nobody in, in particular, you know. Mm. Yeah, you asked, there was that the song. Um, it was the song that you wrote about the guy down in Kerry, I feel. That's what it was, was it? An older guy that you were hanging around with at the time. Big Brian McGill. Yeah. Good. I think Very that's... fond of that fella. Yeah, yeah I think that. that's what it was. But, the, like, looking back on the whole thing, there was so many standout moments of the gig that, right. you know, it was like a... Yeah, a, not a movie, but a story unfolding. And it was like, leaving there, yeah, it was like my heart had been cracked open mm. like it was and I was reflecting on the whole experience you know I wasn't like going oh you really like that song or that song do you know it was it was the night do you know it was like all encompassing you know and the moment I saw I was chatting to Mark Logan before the gig and I saw you there with Miles and stuff like that and then going in and you know there was all that type of thing so it was the whole night you know so um yeah so it wasn't just one song, it was a culmination of the whole experience. Um, yeah, I was reflecting, when we were talking about it earlier, I feel like you're kind of in your heart and your body, like you're embodying stuff quite a lot. And then, um, but there is, is that difficult to do? <laughs> so I was finishing your sentence in my head for a laugh there. And you were saying embodying stuff and I was going to say, yeah, embodying it so fucking much that I can't remember who I am <laughs> or mm. that I'm separate from it. So maybe that's what I've done. Remember I said earlier about how dance music, um, I suppose I couldn't dance. And when I was 16, there was, it was such a stiff music in the pop charts. And that's how you had to navigate chatting up a girl or being cool in front of lads. Was, you know, I'm not going to slate anyone. But 
that music was really stiff and the, the beats the beats went groovy. So when dance music happened, it I, I had a kind of sense of liberation. Um, what, what am I saying? I'm losing my track now. Um, well, I, so I'm seeing that you are connected. Oh yeah, embodying you know? things. Yeah, so I was saying that I got the freedom of uh, like totally letting myself go in in flow. That's where I'm, the that's where the cave, the wires came together from. Was oh, this is it. If I'm in flow completely, everything's perfect in my body because I'm actually moving. Everything, my back lightens up, my shoulders, my knee, everything lightens up because I'm in mid flow, and that's what I want. And my head has stopped. I'm not picking on myself. I'm not worried. I'm not like none of these things can get me in here. I'm in flow. Nothing's attaching itself to me. And I thought, this is amazing. I have to remember this my whole life, <laughs> that big lesson that I had. Do you know? So maybe I've made it my job to be able to go, all right, what's the clothes I have to wear for this job? Or what are we getting into? Boom, and I'm in. I'm, I've forgotten who I was before the thing. I'm there now. So um, maybe actors do that as well. Just go, all right, how can I get subsumed? Boosh, right. I mean, the, so in a way, it hasn't been difficult. Maybe it's been a bit too easy for me to just get lost in the operation, you know? Mm. <laughs> you know. Mm. Um, I wanted to talk about someone. Shoot. Um, and yeah, so your mother, mm. Kleena Cusson, is that right? Yeah. So Cusson. Um, Will you tell us something about her? Or tell us, like, paint a picture, let us into mm, your Newcastle West. world. Um, big house called, I can't remember the name, but on your way into Newcastle West, the, the, the road path, it doesn't go in there anymore. The, you know, oh, yeah, okay. Unless you took a right turn. But uh, big family, lawyers, all solicitors and lawyers, cousins, um, nice bunch. And... Um, um, and M and M. I'm not sure why I'm telling you. No, that's why I'm hesitating. So let's say, all right, and me granny, me mammy's mammy comes from a little town up in, mm, I think, oh, I don't know, I'll say the wrong place, but it's Bali. There's another Newcastle up there, and there's a few places beside it, up on the north, eastern coast. Um, I don't really know the area, but she comes from there. Um, Gorgeous woman. And then my ma, uh, my ma's, um, yeah, I suppose I said earlier about setting an example. Like she had a really good work ethic. And I've seen a lot of big 20-ton stones getting turned into sculptures in front of me over months as I go out to school and come back. And, you know, I was kind of opinionated. I'd be telling, no, 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 you're doing that wrong. You're ruining that person's face. <laughs> oh, am I? Okay, and she go back to work. You know, I could hear her. Um, I could hear the sound the whole time as we grew up, you know. Um, sound of the chiseling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and she's an artist as well as, a, you know, she sketches, like sometimes she'd stop the car on our way down to Kerry or something or down to Newcastle West where her ma was and all. Um, just to sketch something. So that's maybe a good thing for kids to be around, that there's other things happening other than the journey. Boom, I've just seen something, 
needs to be 10 minutes and no talking. You know what I mean? Until she's got it, sketched it, and then move on again. So um, she never really stopped working. She didn't... She didn't... Uh, how, she didn't wear it like an ego or about maybe that's another thing I've taken from her like she didn't kind of pompous herself up about what she was at it's kind of amazing some of the things she's been at you know um, she just did them um, like there's some cool things that she's done that are still around like there's a stone in Sandy Mount Strand you know that big stone mm. so there's another stone in Strand so on the 21st day of Christmas when the sun rises there It'll hit that stone. And when it hits that stone, it's about... Actually, mm, I can't remember. I'll have to turn up with the stone and time it. But And that stone's shadow will hit another stone in the park. So that's timed to the solstice, you know? Yeah. She's done cool things like that. Like they're mm. big things to do. Um, so I like I like visiting some of her spots, you know, where she's put things. Um, mm, what else could I say about her? Um... Were you appreciative of her, of that and her then when she was here? Or? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure we all were. We're, there was, we're an artistic, cultural, artistic family, mm. you know. Um, maybe a bit political because of the weird stuff that was being enacted on us as well, you know. Like that, that was really weird, what was going on here when I was a kid. You know, even here, as a reaction to what was going on in the North. The North was weird. It was on our telly and radios constantly. But then everyone turning against us because we were Gwalgars. That's weird. So I grew up at a weird askance to the world. Mm. You know, maybe that's why we all talked Gwalga and went, right, we're not doing that other thing. Do you know? But, you know, I don't know, is that relevant or not either? But it made me think of her. She's... Um, I'm, I'm kind of searching for words. Is it strong and determined or is it just um, consistent and goal-orientated? Do you know? Mm. It's maybe more like that. Like, and the courageous, you mentioned the word courage earlier right, on. Right, you know, there you go. That's, because... Yeah, that's that's a great word there. I mm. forgot about that. Yeah, truly courageous. Like, to be in a place like Sandy Mount which even back then, it was a little more run down when we were kids, but it still had an air of what's the ascension or whatever, you yeah. know what I mean? There's a competitive nature about uh, rich people living around rich people, isn't there? Mm. It creates a bit of a... Um, but she didn't play any of that or play into it or shrink in any way around it. So that's, yeah, that's kind of courageous. Yeah, yeah and with the... The Irish language as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, because it wasn't her yeah. first language. Yeah. She just went for it, you know. Hmm. Yeah, so I suppose, in a way, at this stage of my life, um, and these are great questions, there's a lot of my mind going, okay, what's happened? I've been learning off this person all along, <laughs> unbeknownst to myself. Or, and I know you asked me another question about who am I letting down. When I was younger, I was really afraid of letting her down because she provided so much mm -hmm. and she was so cool and I was thinking, I'm a messer. I'm a mess and I'm a messer. I was for a while in my teens and early 20s and I thought, I, you know, I really just didn't want to let her down. Like, in a way, and she guided me. She had a real interesting code of ethics 
which they're, they're weird things when you're a kid because you pick them up, you assimilate them without words. You know, I remember a few times, this would go off track, but it might help other people who are listening. Like, I never touched dealing drugs. Do you know? I didn't mind all of that around me because I was a tear away. I was, I was trying to live the rock and roll. So I didn't mind any of that crack around me. But I couldn't because I thought, I knew that if I get caught and me, Ma sees me moving that, she'll go, that's below what I've tried to, you know what I mean? I couldn't handle letting her down on that level. So, I, you know, look, I made sure in all the weirdnesses that I've lived through around people, I, I've never done that because, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't live with that. If I, if I, to let her down at that level, you know, I could be a messer and pretend I'm just doing it for a laugh, but couldn't, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's interesting what we learn. Or, and again, we, we put words on what we learn. We're learning through some kind of example or something that it takes maybe after they've gone that you suddenly start learning it because they're not there to ask questions anymore. You've got all you've been given. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm. Yeah, it's our interpretation of it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like with my dad, I had uh, grief for a loss of a relationship. Right. Like, what a fucking waste of a, you know, I held myself back because I was scared of him and fearful of what he would, how he'd respond, you know. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, so it's not like, oh my God, I lost my dad and I miss him so much. And, you know, I miss him, but he was, he's, he was there in body and you know, a substance, but in a conversation or things of depth, he wasn't there. There was a presence, definitely. Um, but yeah, and then in the in the last couple of weeks of his life, then I was able to talk to him and he wasn't able to talk back and it was such a relief. You know, I was able to express myself to him without, uh, without a contradiction or like, you know, something coming back or his response wasn't up to my standards kind of thing, you know? Or something like that. So I was like, I love you, you know, and I knew that he couldn't respond back. And it was a relief mm. because I wouldn't know if he'd say, yeah, I, I like you too. Or or maybe he didn't respond, you know, which, so he didn't, you know, and I was unattached to that. And there was so much freedom in that as well. It was powerful, you know. Mm, yeah. Lovely. Mm. Um, mm. Thank you for allowing me to share that. Yeah. Mm. Um. Just reflecting on the journey then within music and uh, you playing like intimate gigs or um, what's the comfort now or or do you like to mix it up a little now as you've kind of come full circle or was there always a mix? Or? There's always a mix. Okay. And um, I'm like, you see, we're kind of lucky we're in Ireland, you know, like... We're in the place other than New Orleans in the world where all of the music happens. Do you know what I mean? Where, like, it comes up out of the ground, it comes through young fellas and girls, left, right and centre. There's somebody better in the next village the whole time if it's a competitive thing. Do you know, it's really going on here. Um, and the audience are tuned. They know what you're saying on loads of levels up and down. So, um, hmm. yeah, I'm getting lost again thinking about all of that. Um, yeah, I, I suppose I, I, I'm, I'm, I have to stay open to, like, 
maybe if I had a load of hits and a guaranteed 50 grand in the bank for the next couple of but I don't have any guarantees like I'm still on a bit of a tightrope so I have to stay sharp you know even talking to him going oh fuck I haven't practiced I've been a bit of a sulk I'm practiced for about four days on purpose so I was trying to just delete everything off me and I'm terrified <laughs> you know god my chops would be rusty I'd be clanking around so yeah yeah, yeah. By keeping open, I get more work. I'm, but um, And then spiritually, I can benefit from that. You know, if I throw that word out of it, just let that look after itself. I'm getting to meet loads of different people in different variations, in different positions. You know what I mean? It's like if I was an electrician, I'm getting old gaffs, new gaffs, flats, offices, cars, tanks. You know, if you stay open for business, you get it and you see all the different sides of life, you know. So in a way, I, I like having the mix. You know, I was in Bray for about eight years up until recently. And I really got involved with the music there, you know. I, I got involved with uh, Shay Fogarty and Sully and Damo and all. And we started the session down in the harbour. And then I started another session recently. And then I started classes and I was doing the classes out of the signal for about five years. I was meeting all sorts. And classes we just started snowballing. It all became classes until I was out every night of the week. And now I'm doing zip. I'm not doing any sessions and no any classes. It just had to it just maybe it got over consuming and other stuff happened in my life and moved and also. And I'll get back to it, but Hmm. It's interesting, isn't it? I could say I'm not steering the ship, but that's a kind of a lie because you do make your own decisions inside. But the other thing, um, it's steering the ship. It's like I'm making, trying to make music and the response steer the ship. It's like driving as a bat. <laughs> Sending sound out in front of me and the road will guide me to where I'm meant to go with the more sounds I send out in front of me, you know. Um, and yet there's there's... In a way, there's blessings to not having a big hit that gives you loads of money and and, and separates you from the rest of humanity. Do you yeah. know, like that, that can bring its own disadvantages as yeah. well. Yeah, I mean, you're on top of your game, aren't you? Because well, I have you, to be. Yeah, I have exactly. to make next week pay. I've no beans. Yeah. So I have to get up and if it's onto the street, I'm onto the street. If it's into the concert hall, it's into the concert hall. But mm. I have to go out and do something. So, yeah. Mm. What's um What's exciting you these days, uh, whether it be music or um, album or family or kind of, uh, yeah, some... Well, I did a thing. I did a thing. I like gardening. I like I like hiding. I love hiding, you know. And I, 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 the day is too short for me. That's all I know. When I'm at that, I'm, I'm always, I'm always cursing the night time. I'm not finished. Like, fuck off, you know. But so, and that's a nice feeling because I remember that as a kid, you're doing something and dinner's ready. I don't fucking want dinner. I'm in the middle of something. Like you want to push that away two hours in. So that's how I feel when I'm in the garden. But I, I build. I've always been building stuff in the garden. I like, I like the art. I like shaping it, messing with it. You know, I like making shapes out of it. I like stones. And maybe, and I, I realised something the other day. I was out in the garden and I took a hold. I knew I had to hide. Headphones on. I'm, until the sun goes down, I'm not to be talked to. I really, you know, I'm, I'm not there. 
So I dug and I moved stones and I made, I built one of these things like a, you know, the passages. And yeah, do you know what I mean? I built a little wall of stones and chose the uh, entry stones and the passage and then got the stones to sit on top of them and then covered it in the mound of earth and got a perfect circle. I was thrilled by the night time. You know, still annoyed to think it came way too early. But I was looking and I was going, I love that. And I said, oh, I think I know what I'm doing. I'm talking to me ma here. Now I know what I'm doing with all of this. Because I've been doing it everywhere I go. I'm building stuff and I realised now that she's gone, oh, that's what I'm doing. This brings me close to her. It's really, it's really and it's strong. I, I hesitated at all. I wasn't going to say that to you. It's a private thing, but it's a beautiful thing to be at as well in the world. Like I can show people how to put a stone and make a stone reflect the stone or put a hole in a stone pointing at a sunrise. It's all really easy. It's good crack. And uh, yeah, it takes you out of yourself. And it's nice to feel. I like to feel the weight. I like to feel the stone being stronger than me. And I like it. I think, all right. You know, mm. I'm going to have to deal with you slightly. I'm going to have to lever you over here. I'm going to have to figure out how to put you where I said you're going. <laughs> Do you know? I, I love it. And then you're in your body and whatever your capabilities are, uncapabilities are, you're going to figure out how to go move that from there to there and to do, you know, I love all of that. So, yeah, kind of lost myself in the answer to that question no, too. No, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you're feeling the resistance there, yeah, from the, mm. from the stone, yeah. And your physical limitations, that's mm. an interesting thing. So you work until you're tired. Mm. And then for me, that's when you start feeling yourself. Yeah. That's when you're in, all right. You know, that's why I, li I like not to be interrupted. I want to get to that place when I'm spent. You were telling me about you were in construction, and I was going, oh, Jesus, great sleeps when you work in construction. Yeah, you yeah. have great sleeps, like actual solid stone sleeps. Mm. You know, there's something really, uh, really primitive with uh, physically spending yourself. Mm. And that's it, because that's as far as it goes. And you can just lie down on any surface and bang. You get up, <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah. Um, you were saying you didn't want to be disturbed during the day. Like, what happens if you were disturbed in that kind of mood? Is there things that you say that you're not so proud of? Or? Of course, there is. Yeah, so that's why I'm a yellow belt. I turn around, fuck people out of it. Mm. You know, like, what the fuck are you thinking? What, like, fuck off. And you know, like, I get really, and only a day later, I'm going, oh my god. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so deeply embarrassed. If someone was making a video about me, like one of my kids, I there was that with a shovel in his hand, fucking us all out of it. What a gum. Glad I lived this life, you know. And I, so I feel so sorry about the, you know, that, that, that shite that I spout, you know. But yeah, mm. I just want to be left alone sometimes. Yeah, so that's an, uh, you know, an, an, an energy rising in you that you're able to acknowledge. Right, well, and... I'm lucky with my partner. She gets me. Right. She knows if I have the headphones on and they're not plugged in, <laughs> I'm not to be interrupted. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> mm, yeah. That's a good one. I'll have to try that one. <laughs> oh, I love it. Sorry, you don't plug them in. That was, I didn't <laughs> say that earlier when I was saying it, but you put it in and, you, and I loop it around the, the little bits of the trousers. You never plug them in. Because at that stage, just for me, there's so much going on in my mind and it's also... I'm trying to find something or a space to bring the new thing into my mind. 
So if I have any music, but there's yeah, it already takes away from that a bit. Yeah, yeah. So just headphones on, just to so it do it just moves you into another frame or something for mm. me. Yeah. yeah. Headphones on, sound off. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> Where can people kind of keep an eye on you with your stuff? So is there a place for gigs and... The, I, I'm not really on top of it. Now, I'm hoping yeah. this year, that was my idea, that I, I I was hoping to put a calendar on the wall and get a bit better. And for up until this year, I've been available constantly at any stage down in Bray. I'm not in Bray now. I said that earlier, we're in a housing crisis. It's true. like, And it, it is true. And it's it's only... It's not like, but it's just stretching everybody. So everyone's even, you know, in all sorts of different ways. But for me, I just couldn't find anywhere. Um, so we moved places. Um, so I'm not doing anything like that yet, but I might. I'm in a place called Red Cross, and I might. I was talking to the people next door. I said, oh, geez, I might do a, what do you call it? Curacle Cora, like a Gaelga night. I says, listen, give me Monday. So I might do a Gaelga night. My ma used to do that. Maybe mm-hmm. think, all right, I'll do what she used to do. Because I thought she was cool, so I'd give it a go. Um, I might start some session or some lessons, but when I find me feet. So presently, I lash up things on Instagram. Sometimes I go through nice phases, sometimes poetry phases, sometimes music. Um, people can see what I'm at there. In terms of dates, um, Keela have a website. My brother Ross is managing Keela at the minute. Um, I hardly ever visit the site, so I haven't a clue what's on it. I'm, you know, if there's dates or where I'm playing. To tell the truth, that's been one of the most uh, dangerous parts of for me, just because of, of a bit of a weak point around uh, projection or calendar keeping, you know, and it's caused a lot of inner turmoil. So that's one thing I'm trying to handle this year thinking I really want to get better if I could get better at that I think I could provide more to people I could tell you I wouldn't be afraid of it you know so today I was about to do it I have to get sellotape on the way home I cut I, I kind of undid a calendar I suppose you see everyone's different I have to just deal with whatever my visual thing is I have to see it if I can see it I can do it if I can't see it I'm in trouble and that's what I feel if someone says oh, we're playing a gig next week it puts me on alert. It's like, all right, that gig is going to trip me up in the middle of a Friday when I'm doing something and I've forgotten about it until I can see it. So I was just, I was going to put the calendar on the wall and turn the wall into the calendar mm. with a load of sellotape so I could do each month. Right? And then I could see them, you know. Yeah, I'm like that as well. Right. The, the year planner, I need to see. Um, and then there's different yeah. colours as well. Yeah, with, that's, yeah, that's what I'm getting at because yeah. I think that could take a load of anxiety, but 20, 40% of anxiety out of my daily stuff. If I could see it in the morning and I'd know, oh, that Friday, that's a blue Friday. It means gig or whichever way I set it up. Um, so, and then I can, I think I can do more because I'll want to do more. See, at the minute, I don't want to do anymore because I think, oh, that just brings anxiety. Mm. More things that I have to do and remember. Um, but yeah, if I, if I get it right this year, I can do more. Um, like I did this album with Miles and even with Keeler like there's a lot of things hotting up there's things happening like Keeler finishing I was in yesterday mixing uh, a brass album an album that's Keeler with a brass band fairly competent brass 
outfit, not a band, an outfit, you know. So the A's of them, A's of us. Wow. Big mixes. Mm. That's really juicy music. That's, um, that's you know, being eyeliner music. That's big boat stuff, mm. you know. So that that's really interesting. I'm very excited to hear that coming on into people's world. And I'm, like I said, I'm very excited as well and nervous to hear the thing myself and Miles have done. The, that next step coming into people's world, um, yeah, I, I suppose like I, I'm, I'm doing. Uh, when I say Instagram, do you know what's handy about that is it means I can re- remind even myself or people, some people who follow me, go, I'm doing this. I don't remember in sequence, but if I could remember in sequence, I could kind of leave a trail, a mm. better trail. Because sometimes, um, like I said earlier. There's different worlds that I go into. Sometimes I'm a hired musician. Sometimes I'm supposed to be hired musicians. Sometimes I'm writing poetry and I'm lost in that. And, you know, like I said earlier, I get lost in the things I'm at. I'm just that. I forget. Like I used to forget that I could even play music. I forget. I used to get the terrors before a gig. Like, a fucking gig. What, what am I doing in this car? How did all these people believe that I could... This is nonsense. I should have called this off years ago. Like I get real, I used to, real panic attacks. Like, oh, what was I thinking lying about uh, any ability? And now I'm going to get walked out on stage and everyone's going to look, who the fuck is this klutz? What the fuck was he thinking? Who told me he was any good? It's just terror can come on you. Um, the, the way I navigate that recently, up until a few days ago, is I practice constantly. And that's really helped me. You know, it's really, it's just helped me settle. And they even rang me down and said, Jesus, man, I should have paid attention. Only last year I said, I should have paid attention. If you put in the work, it pays off. I never knew that before. <laughs> I've always been, you know, but if you put in the work, it makes you relax because I put in the work. If you plough the field, you're going to sleep at night because it's ploughed. I don't have to plough tomorrow, you know, mm. so... Yes, I, I'm, yeah. I'm learning bits like that. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I'd like to say with the calendar and all. Hopefully, like if I find that is looked after in my life, yeah, I, I could provide twice as much as I'm providing in terms of, you know, is content the word? But yeah, I, t- I think I really could, you know. Mm. Well, thanks very much for putting us in the calendar and remembering to be here. Anyway. That's why I said so early. Remember, you yeah. texted me and I thought, no, do it now. Yeah. Because I can't have that threatening me in a month. Mm. Because then it'll be a month of, oh no, I've got something that I'm supposed to remember. Mm. I thought, you know. So that's why I thought, like, I, I have to just n- name it, say it, do it now. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, thank you very much because I know, yeah, it is, it's a big commitment. It's a chunk out of the day. Um, so grow more. Um, yeah, grow more. Pleasure yeah. speaking with you. Really amazing to have you here. Thank you so much. So I might see you across the room in a men's group at some stage. Yeah. Good. In May. In May, I'm sure. Ain't talk. Cool, man. Thank you. Thank you. We are so grateful to you for listening and being here with us. You can find more videos on YouTube. We have five episodes. If you like what you've heard and seen today, you can check us out in more depth. Our Instagram is The Healing Forest. The website is thehealingforest.ie. Loads of offerings, loads of good stuff. We would love if you made contact with us and gave us some feedback. 
See you in the forest. Thank you.